0: Welcome to the Confident Content Creators Podcast, where we'll talk about how to live unapologetically and show up as your most authentic self online. Hey, it's Lindsay, Confident Content Coach, Boy Mom, and Corporate 9to5er. i am an extroverted introvert who loves to talk about all things social media and how to create confident content that converts your followers into your ideal client. On this podcast, we're going to get clarity around your content strategy and hear real life stories from boss babes just like you who are showing up confidently online. I know how hectic and busy entrepreneur life can be, so let's dive right in. All right. Hi, everyone. Today, I have a very special guest on here. Um, This one is a, a fun one because I put out an application in a Facebook group and I had a lot, a lot of people apply to be guests on the podcast. And so carefully going through looking for the most unique authentic business owners out there, I came across CJ. CJ is um, a side hustle queen. She is a coach who teaches you how to turn your side hustle into a full-time business. We're going to learn a little bit about her. So CJ, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're coming from, and why you decided to become a side hustle coach.
1: I am Kristen, aka CJ My story goes back to having my own transition story. So having, being in the nine to five setting, knowing that I didn't want to be there, feeling stuck, spending, I always say I spent maybe about five years too long in the the nine to five setting because I just didn't feel like I had the tools or resources, the support. I ended up manifesting, if you will, manifested my my layoff, I, I got lay off, laid off oh, no. and once I, it was the best thing ever.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, like it's panic oh, no. attack when no. it oh, happens, yes. but it's, yes. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I had
1: put it out. I would said it would be great if I was laid off because I knew I'd get a severance package and mm. you know what I'd be in the right. So it would set me up and I could go back to school. I could do this and fast forward a few months and they were making the announcement. i like, God, that actually happened. What? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> so, like, oh. I, uh, so law of attraction. I am totally here for it. And then when I always knew I wanted to be a coach, it was one of the things I enjoyed most about my role in my nine to five. It brought me so much joy just working. I was in a managerial position, but I was the thing that I enjoyed the most. And I always knew that I wanted to start my own coaching business. So when I got the announcement that the ink wasn't nearly as dry on the paperwork and I was back in school. I became, I got my certification as a, as a coach. And I always knew that I wanted to support women, women identified professionals through that transition Mm. of going from employed entrepreneur, from having a boss to being a boss. And then because I know like just from firsthand experience, everybody's experience, of course, is very, very different, but I know what her biggest fears and her biggest doubts are. So I, come, I also got a certification as a um, master mindset coach to be able to work through overcoming the mindset stuff and shifting your mindset from that employee mindset to understanding what it takes to become an entrepreneur. And it was just, it made sense to support women who have a side hustle or want to start a side hustle, want to do their own thing and want to go on that journey as scary as it is, no matter how long it takes. I want to be a part of their journey to just help them and remind them that you can absolutely do this, but it's going to take some work, but we'll get there. Let's get started.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I resonate with that so much because I am still a corporate nine to fiver. And so I'm living that corporate nine to five and the entrepreneurial life. And I get people asking me all the time. They're like, how do you do it all? And I just want to tell them like, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I know you want this, <laughs> like some answer that's like, Oh, you can do all the things you can do anything you set your mind to. And I really just want to tell them like, it's hard. It's it's really hard sometimes. So I love that you're helping bridge that gap. And today we're going to kind of talk about the interconnectedness of the personal development and the professional growth. So um, before we get into that too much, what is like, I like to start out with just one piece of advice that if you want them to take away anything from the conversation that we're about to have, what do you want them to pay attention to?
1: So one thing to pay attention to is we're taught a lot of things or we're conditioned to believe certain things or certain stories about ourselves. It's almost like who we are was imposed upon us before we actually had the opportunity to decide who we actually were. So we were told to go to school, get the education, get the higher education, get the job, get the promotion, have the career. And with that, we, we, because we are given certain skills and certain tools, and we are also told basically to be employees, a lot of us don't know that we can be entrepreneurs. So it's really about untelling and retelling your story your way and redefining and reclaiming your life and your path. And whenever the doubt and the imposter syndrome and all that comes up, it's really challenging that thinking and saying, where is this coming from? And is that true? So when you feel those moments of, and they, they come up every day, I deal with it all the time. When you feel those moments, you really have to spend some time and reflect and say, but is this isn't true. And how can I retell this story my way? And then once you can do that and condition yourself to continue to do that, then you can actually really define your success. So my roundabout way to answer your question is, success is very relative. Success looks different for each and every single one of us. So, understanding what success means to you and being able to define your success, you will feel successful no matter how much you, of course, we want to make the six, seven, eight figures. We're all striving for that. But so, a lot of times, and I'm sure this can resonate with you, is success is just being in control of your time, being in control of what you do, how you do it, when you do it. So, just learn how to define your success and work towards that Untell those stories mm-hmm. and to be able to define your success.
0: I love that you bring that up because a lot of times we associate success with a dollar sign amount, right? Mm-hmm. And whether that dollar sign amount is $5,000 a month or it's $5 million a year, we were like, that is the pillar of success, but it really isn't because it really isn't. there are people who are making millions of dollars and don't feel successful because they don't have that personal side of the success, right? Like the, the non entrepreneur side of the time freedom or the, the peace and the joy that comes from being an entrepreneur. So that kind of ties into personal development to professional professional growth aspect. So kind of tell us what you mean by that, that interconnectedness.
1: So I, how I coach is, uh, my three pillars are emotions mindset strategy because I truly believe Mm -hmm. how you feel impacts what you think and ultimately what you'll do so if you're not feeling it right if you or if you are you're dealing with other areas because I always take everything through like 12 areas of your life I've broken your life down into 12 different areas and if Mm -hmm. something is off in the the family or the self-care area and business is always the very last one it throws everything off. If you're not feeling it, if you're feeling doubtful, if you're feeling scared, if you're feeling unsupported, are you truly showing up how you want to show up in your business? And as much as we want to say as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as solopreneurs that we're focused and I, I, I'm I, going to, this business has to grow and I have to generate consistent income and I'm going to put these blinders on. It's going to be all about planning and goals and strategy. And of course, I love all of that, but there's a human behind all of that and a human experiencing everything as we go through it. So if that human can't make the connection that we need to, to what we're doing, we're not going to show up authentically in our business. Or even when we start to get the results that we thought, because we set these goals and we had our blinders on, if we're not aligned with our values if it's not important to us then we're not going to feel connected to those results um and as we as are that's why it's important for us to be able to define our success because again it is a very relative thing we're human before anything else yeah so the personal part is completely tied into the professional piece as much as we try not to oh absolutely keep separate
0: yeah and when we have those blinders on and we're you know we're showing up we're marketing and we're selling something that we're not in alignment with that's when we fall into the the trap of feeling salesy right like everyone is like I don't want to feel salesy I'm not a salesperson and it's like well if you're in alignment with what you have to offer it doesn't feel salesy. It feels good because you're trying to help somebody and you're being authentic and true to who you are. So I love that you brought that up
1: for sure. And it's also with that not salesy piece is remembering that you're offering value Mm -hmm. in what you do. And you are by offering value, you're improving someone's life. You have you have identified what their problem is, you know what solution you can provide, you have that solution, you can provide that solution. And once you can communicate that value and they see the value, then it will be an easy sale. If But if you don't convey that you believe in the value, that also is very palpable and then you definitely won't make the sale. So if you go into Mm -hmm. that saying, oh, well, I'm not really salesy, but I have this thing. (laughs) I mean, it might not necessarily be how you say it (laughs) in the moment, but that's how it it translates too.
0: Yeah. And it's so important too, when it comes to being in alignment with your offer, when you, start to tell people about your offer. And this, this happened to me a lot. And it still sometimes does because as new entrepreneurs, like bridging that gap of going to just sharing with your friends and, you know, sharing something that you like to trying to sell them something. There's always that like fear that is, oh my gosh, there's a, there's a dollar amount attached to this. And I remember mm-hmm. the first time I started charging for coaching, I offered, it was like weekly, hour long calls. And I was charging a hundred dollars a month, like $99. And I per month for four, (laughs) one hour calls. And I remember the first person I told that to, I was like, um, okay. So, um, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and like, she was like, what's the price? What's the price? And I was like, um, it's, it's $99. And she was like, okay, (laughs) all right, cool. Here's my money. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? She just paid me a hundred dollars. And that was like the biggest deal to me because I, I, that was a lot of money. And now like, as I am more advanced and I'm growing in my business and my coaching and my prices have increased significantly then. I hope so. (laughs) Yes. I was like, now I look back and I'm like, if somebody ever offers to coach me and they tell me that their prices are, are like, way too low versus the value that they're offering or providing. I'm going to tell them because I'm like that. I felt so scared to tell her that number. And when I told her, she almost, she looked at me like I was stupid. And I was like, it's $99. And I thought she was going to come back at me and be like $99. That's so much money. And really to her, she was like, that's, that's way too cheap. It's nothing.
1: Yeah. You
0: need to increase your prices. And so, but that, we get scared when we have to start charging people is the the point that I'm trying to make here. So mm-hmm. when somebody is brand new to being an entrepreneur and they're working nine to five, they're still in that employee mindset and they're trying to switch over to that entrepreneur mindset and knowing their worth and their value. That's a very hard, sticky conversation to have when it comes to like, what do I charge? When yeah. it comes to the mindset piece of that, what advice would you give that brand new entrepreneur?
1: The one thing is because we're dealing with imposter syndrome, we always talk about imposter syndrome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The one thing, and I hear this a lot, and it's in, oh, so many other people are already doing this. And why should I? And how, how dare I charge this? And how do I stand out? It's remembering your competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. What is your secret sauce? It doesn't matter how many people are doing what you're doing. There's not you. So yeah. what is it about you that and as cliche as it sounds, right? it's true. It's very, yeah. very true. If I was to be concerned, and I always say to my clients, if I was to be concerned about how many business coaches there are, I'd be curled up in a corner yeah. <laughs> in a fetal position crying, <laughs> right? But they're not me. And I know that I offer something unique to me and mm-hmm. I can relate to my clients in a way that, they feel aligned with what I do and how I do it. So it's always going back to like, why you started, what this means Mm -hmm. to you and going through the six W's, you know, the, who, what, when, why, why, how of like, why you want to run this business, but also Mm -hmm. remembering that it's going to suck. Yeah. It's hard. Change is the only constant and we are hardwired to resist change. We are actually wired to resist it. So any, and of course, being in a nine to five, you get comfortable,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: stability and the, the predictability and all of that. Yeah. You start thinking about changing, of course you're gonna get scared. Of course you're not gonna wanna do it. Your brain's telling you, Mayday, 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 abort, abort. <laughs> when it's it's so and in that you have to start to challenge yourself to say, What will happen on the other side of this? If I was to follow through on this change, the fear is Mm. always temporary. It is always, always temporary. But instead of saying to yourself, well, what's what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the worst thing that can happen if I do this, right? Ask yourself, what is the best thing that will happen when I do this? When I look fear in the eye and I take just the one step past that fear and you realize that you survived it. (laughs) and you live to tell the tale and you can take another step oh yeah yeah
0: yeah and I love too when you do accomplish a fear no matter how big or small there's always going to be another one after that so take time take a moment to celebrate that you made that milestone no matter how big or small and write them down. Like keep having a running list because that list is going to grow and grow and grow. And you're going to be like, Oh yeah, I can do this. Like there's always going to be another fear. There's always going to be something next that you're going to have to tackle. And so I sometimes struggle with that because I'm like, I, no one, like I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm not as good as somebody else, but I have to remember that I'm not competing against other people. I'm competing against myself um, I love that. I love that advice and and stepping into your unique brilliance and what makes you, you. I mean, that's kind of all, that's what I preach in my social media coaching and on this podcast is living unapologetically and showing up as your most authentic self. So I just want to know what is your unique brilliance? And we already know like you're a side hustle coach, which is totally niche down when it comes to business coaches, right? Like when I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that is different. But when it comes to being a business coach and what is your unique brilliance and what makes you different?
1: You know, what makes me different? I, other than like, aside from showing up unapologetically Mm -hmm. and being authentic is I like to say that I have this knack for and I think it's also because my love language is words of affirmation. Uh-huh. I always, 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 always have the right thing to say. I always know in whatever situation, what I need, what needs to be said, what a person needs to hear to, in order to feel seen, heard, and understood. Uh-huh. So you're going back to you talking about some people saying that they're not very salesy. I would like to say that too but I'm huge on building relationships and I'm huge on it's important for somebody to trust me Mm -hmm. because when you make the investment it's not just your money it's also your time so when you're investing in me I'm investing in you and I am rooting for you all the way if you're in I'm in but I think what's I, I what I like to say sets me apart is I always go back to what people have already said to me and they always say CJ I just love your energy. You have this thing about you that whenever I'm around you, I just feel so empowered and I just feel so motivated. And I just feel like I can just do anything. And all I did was just show up as myself. Half the time I'm falling flat on my face, (laughs) something spilled on my shirt or whatever it is. But in all of that, I humanize the entire experience of what they're going through. And I will share like, I, you having a bad day? I'm having a bad day. Let's talk about it. And I will hold space for you because it's not just about business. It isn't. So if you're having a bad day, let's talk about it because we need to get past this. You got to go through it to get through it. So let's go through it.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that because I say the same thing. Like I have clients come to me and they think that it has to be all social media all the time. And I'm like, no, We can talk about your family and we can talk about what's going on yeah. at your nine to five or what you're going through, because if you can't get past those blocks, they're going to get in your way. All right. So when it comes to stepping into your unique brilliance or being your own boss, I understand that you have something that you want to offer the listeners of the podcast. I do.
1: It's a masterclass called, it's a one hour masterclass, how to become your own boss. It's I take the viewer through my 3d exit strategy so dedicate decide depart and just really again talking about mindset talking about tools and talking about resources you can use so that once you start to make the shift from employee to entrepreneur you're actually setting your business up and yourself up for success
0: Awesome. I'm super excited about this because like I said, as a corporate nine to fiver, this is, it may not be on my immediate bucket list. And if my boss is listening to this, she might kill me when I come into work tomorrow, (laughs) but she, uh, uh, it is eventually on my bucket list to do this full time. And so Mm -hmm. I love that you have that out there for them. And if you guys want to opt into this and watch it, I will put the link to it in the show notes And how can they find you if they want to ask you more questions or if they want to work with you, where do they go? What's the best way to contact you?
1: My website is everything is Kristen and James, two ends, James.com or on social media. I am at Kristen and James on Instagram, Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn if you're on LinkedIn as well. And I always like to say, slide in my DMs, ask me something, say CJ, I have this side hustle. Please, like come tell me about your side hustle. I love hearing those stories. So find me anywhere, Kristen and James.
0: Love that. And we're going to put all of her links in the show notes too. So if you want to just go, you can click on the link. It'll take you right where you need to be. Thank you so much for being on this. I love, like you were saying earlier, I love your energy and I love how authentic you are. It's been such an honor to talk to you today. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. If this episode boosted your confidence or helped you find clarity in any way, then will you do me a huge favor and leave a review wherever you're listening? You can also share this episode on your social media and tag at Confident Content Creators. Also, don't forget to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.